Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Quentin Questions Everything, episode 9. I can't get this song out of my head. Myth-busting song lyrics. Hi, Mom. Hey, bud. Well, this was, I mean, this was a fun one, right? <laughs> because why was it fun? It was fun because it got submitted by Jet Decker and Eileen Del Giorgio. Right, so that was fun, but it was a hard one because... We couldn't find any. There was a hard, it was hard to find information about why certain people can remember song lyrics and others can't. Mm-hmm. But I think even from our sleep episode, we may be able to extrapolate a little bit. And then we did have some questions where we did learn some stuff about song lyrics and the people that can remember them well. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So why don't we get started? Because Oh, and also I think we want to say thank you, right, to everybody who said such nice things about the Kobe episode that we did. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. Thank you all. Yeah, it was so special. We really appreciate everybody listening and leaving your feedback. It, uh, it's, it's very motivating and inspiring for us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's kick this off. So, Quinn, do you know, because obviously this is all happening in your noggin, in <laughs> your brain, right? Um, do you know which part of your brain you use to remember song lyrics? Well, there's a difference between the lyric and the tune. The superior temporal solstice, STS, processes the lyric and the tune as one single signal. But the anterior STS, only the lyrics seem to be processed. Hmm. So that's interesting, which is also why some people who can't talk can still like hum a tune, right? Mm-hmm. And there are people who say, I can't remember for the life of me, those song lyrics, but they can remember the tune of the song, Yeah, right? So that has something to do with the way the brain is processing the both the signal of the tune and the lyric. That's cool. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, is there a world champion of song lyrics? So we looked at the, the Guinness Book of World Records, and it seems that the largest number of songs memorized and sung in a live show has been achieved by a gentleman named Himanshu Punjabi from India. And he has memorized, get this, more than 200 songs. Wow. And given live performances and shows. Wow. How crazy is that? That is so many songs. I mean, just imagine imagine you at a concert and you have to memorize 200 songs. I can't believe it. That would be so nerve-wracking. That would be so nerve-wracking. I would surely mess like, up. like, you're at a concert, you're like, ah, ah. A lot of words. Words. I would mess up a lot of words. But well done, Mr. Punjabi, because you have an incredible brain. We're very excited for you. (laughs) All right, Quinn. I thought this was interesting. What is the world's longest song lyric? Um, The Guinness World Record, Book of World Records say Eminem holds the longest, world's longest song lyric in his single Rap God, totaling 1,560 words in six minutes and four seconds. That is really a long, long song. And he's a rapper, right? And Eminem raps really fast. He's like... Exactly. One of the best workout songs of all time is from his movie 8 Mile, which is about growing up, his growing up in Detroit and living in Detroit. But it's called Lose Yourself. It is so good. It's a great song to run to. You know, when I go running, that's what I listen to. And I can't... You have to have a lot of air in your lungs to do a song lyric like that. Um, All right, that's pretty cool. I think that's interesting. Maybe we'll have to listen to that song just Mm -hmm. so we can hear the world's longest song lyrics. (laughs) Rap God. Everyone, take notes. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is the maximum number of song lyrics that the average person can remember? Well, this was... 
not easy to find because basically they say that your brain has unlimited capacity for memory. So that's like, oh, wait, I can remember this this thing and this thing and this thing yeah. and this thing and this thing without my brain filling up. That's right. And you, as individuals, we all have the ability to remember different things, right? Like some mm-hmm. people can remember song lyrics and some people can't. But some people can tell you the birthday of every single person they've ever met or a phone number, but then they can't remember something else, right? Like mm-hmm. what they did yesterday, which basically what happened to me every weekend. <laughs> people say, yeah. what did you do this weekend? I'm like, I don't remember, and it's I Monday. Know. I know. I don't remember either sometimes. I know. Why is that? It's so funny, right? Um, but basically, there's a doctor named Dr. Emily Mason who studies memory and cognition at the University of Louisville. And she said that your brain can actually store about 2.5 petabytes what of memory. What is a petabyte? Exactly my question, which, as it turns out, a petabyte is a million gigabytes. So it's oh, pretty big. Imagine that on your iPad. Just like you can keep downloading and downloading and downloading That's right. apps. Well, if your brain was a smartphone and you were going to download TV shows, mm-hmm. it could record 300 years of continuous TV before starting to run out of space. I mean, that would be actually pretty nice. Isn't that crazy? That's so much information. It's so amazing. Um, and I thought, I thought that was like such a great way to think about the brain. And some of the people that actually have the best memories in the world, mm-hmm. you know, they do things like visual spatialization for how to remember things. And so, I, you know, there's lots of techniques that you can learn to memorize. Mm-hmm. So that also suggests that your brain has unlimited capacity if you really try to focus something and you make you give your attention to it and then you put intention behind it mm-hmm. you could you can basically you could maybe memorize those song or lyrics even if you don't know how mm-hmm. so i think there's one last question here well maybe two okay so do you know the most googled song lyric of all time uh, yes, I do. It's Bob Dylan's song, Like a Rolling Stone. Oh, yeah. A lot of those, Goog- like, most Googled songs of all time are actually oldies but goodies, <laughs> right? Because a lot of people cover them on their own or they play them on guitar or, or piano in their homes, right? So people Google those songs because they're legendary songs by legendary musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, okay, question for you. Yeah. What is the first song lyrics that you remember, or actually not that you remember, but do you know the first song lyrics that you sang um, and it was sort of the first song that you knew how to sing? Uh, that I can remember. Definitely a killer song. Yeah. You could do the whole um, live from Royal Albert Hall oh, killer yeah. set I, I <laughs> when you were have, three. I used to have like this little microphone and I would be like singing and then and then they would be doing the yeah. stuff and I'd be singing the song. And you'd be doing the moves. It was so <laughs> cute. I have video of that. Maybe I'll put that up. Find that and put it up. Um, the other song, the first song you ever learned was Glad You Came by, Glad the, you Wanted. Came by the Wanted. Then it was Call Me Maybe by oh, Carly yeah. Rae Jepsen. Uh-huh. I remember that. And that was fun. And then uh, you were really big on the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but you called them the Red Chili Hot Peppers. <laughs> the Red Chili Hot Peppers. <laughs> and we had this little <laughs> CD player that sat in the cabinet, and you would just sit in front of it as close as you possibly could and turn the volume all the way up and sing along. And I'd always come and say, Quinn, we have to turn it down. We have to turn it down. And you would turn it right back up, and you'd be singing right along. Because <laughs> you have an amazing memory for lyrics. I wonder if it's genetic. Daddy has a really good memory for lyrics. You have a really good memory for lyrics. Mm. I have a great memory for lyrics. Yeah, Mia has a great memory for lyrics. I wonder if it has something to do... You know when we did the sleep podcast, uh-huh. we learned about dreams? Yeah. 
and people that are creative and sort of introspective and they tell themselves stories and they often remember and process things in their dreams. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that has also something to do with someone's ability to remember song lyrics because they're sort of prone to maybe storytelling. Because sleep has a lot of things to do with, well, everything. Yeah, that is true. I bet you remember more song lyrics if you sleep better. Hmm, That's what that, we did that learn. That could be possible. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that. If I was connecting the dots. Yeah, true. Um, well, the next podcast... Oh, you, you, you. Oh, yeah. Oh, good catch. Um... So for me, the mo- not the first ones I remember, but you know I love karaoke, so I love to know yeah. all the song lyrics. <laughs> I love never met a stage in a mic I don't like, right? Um, but even if it's the living room. <laughs> I think the, my most favorite song to sing and the most important special song lyrics are, is a song called To Make You Feel My Love, oh, yeah, which was that. written by Bob Dylan and covered by Garth Brooks and Adele and a number of other people. But when I sang to you in the NICU every day for two months and Emma for four and still sing to you at night, right? Mm -hmm. I sing that song and it makes me think of you guys and I love you so much. It makes me feel happy. Yeah. It's amazing what the power of song can do, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. So. Lyrics can really change your emotion really fast. They can. It's the stories. It's it's the storytelling of the lyrics, right? Mm -hmm. That really kind of draw you in and make you feel things, which Uh is why people love music so much. I love music a lot. Me too. All right, so let's tell everybody what the next podcast is going to be. The next podcast is going to be about Nike, which is actually a submission by Julian Blanchard, one of my best friends. Oh, this is so exciting because guess where Nike was founded? Oregon! And guess where Phil Knight went to school? Oregon? Yep. He was a duck. And he and Bill Bowerman, the the coach of the track team, were actually the ones that created the waffle for the shoe. I love Nike, and I wrote, um, I read all about it, and there's two books called Swoosh and Shoe Dog. (laughs) Um, So we will get to go deeper into the origin of Nike, and that just might be several episodes over time, because there's so much to learn about that brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Okay, well. Um, Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Where can people find us? You can find us on iHeart. Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All you have to do is search for Quinn Questions Everything, and now it comes up on all the places where you might want to find us. And if they want to submit a question, where can they do that? You can submit us a question at quinnquestionseverything at gmail.com. Yep, or you can come find us on Facebook or find us on Instagram. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening, everybody. Now go turn on the music in your car and remember all those lyrics and sing (laughs) along with your windows down. (laughs) Bye. Bye.